Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, the weekly show where we dis- discuss and review the latest happenings within movies, TV, video games, and comics. I'm your host, Hussein, your co-host from the, across the pond, and my good friend is Mio, and we present to you episode one of the Multiverse Podcast. Mio, welcome to the podcast. We've finally done it after two years in the making. What's going on? Glad I'm to have so you excited. on board. Yeah, I'm super stoked. We've, it's taken us two years to actually finally do a podcast i think uh now that we have the platform of let's say instagram and the instagram page uh, i believe uh, i think it's the best time to actually start and we always talk about stuff and we've always thought hey what about if we had an audience to talk to them about all our thoughts and emotions regarding as mentioned videos tvs and so on yeah it's been it's been it's been too long man too 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 long for this to start but let's do this Let's do this. And before we start, I think what's made it a lot easier is just technology in general. Uh, so shout out to technology and uh, yeah. shout out to our good friend, Harris, RIP. He RIP. was always wanted, he always wanted us to have a podcast. So this one's for him. This episode is dedicated to him. Uh, so shout out to him. F in the chat. Love you F. so much. And uh, let's, let's dive in straight into the news. We're going to cover a few things, a uh, few games here, uh, MCU stuff, DC, EU stuff. Uh, general TV stuff, uh, and um, we have a discussion towards the end, and we'll wrap it up with what's releasing, what we're playing, watching, and reading, and we'll just take it from there. So, first one up, Gears of War Five launch and impressions. So, Gears of War Five recently just launched. Mio, what do you think of the game? I'll give you my thoughts. You're pretty much close to finishing it. I'm still on Act Three out of Five. What are your thoughts on the game so far? Uh, it's it's pretty good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I just finished the game last night. Oh, you did? It's, okay. Yeah, it's the ending's definitely the biggest ending yeah. it's ever had. Okay, it's it's huge. But I've heard it just ends. It's like a so and so ending. Uh, yeah, okay. My it, it kind of ends. I was like, is that it? Like, I thought we were gonna do a couple more missions, but it it does kind of just end. I but think, overall, it's yeah, a pretty good game. I think. Um, one, it kind of sums up what they're trying to do. I, I heard that it's not a trilogy, it's a saga instead. And it paves the way for, let's say, Gears 6. So, Yeah, definitely. But me, me personally, at the moment, I'm loving it. I think it's the most complete. I haven't done my review yet for the Multiverse Instagram page. Uh, so far, I'm loving it. I think it's the most complete package. We actually played our first game last night together. Mm-hmm. How did you find that? Um, still fun as ever, Gears player it's fast it's twitchy it's um it's brutal it's you know everything you love in gears multiplayer but there's no best feeling than pulling off a shotgun battle or just chains running oh. your opponents no no feeling like that i haven't gotten that yet i'm pretty bad at it <laughs> well I've, I've just, i'm just getting used to it at the moment uh, i'm yeah. playing this time for me i'm playing on pc first time ever uh I used to stick with it, obviously, on uh, controller. I just find it a lot more twitchy on PC just because you have yeah, a bit more it's... freedom. Uh, but pulling off those uh, is amazing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing off. I'm stuck on Act 3. Well, not stuck. I'm pretty much halfway through Act 3. It's Loving definitely, it. it's definitely um, like a roller coaster. Like I think the first is really good. Act 3 is kind of slow. Then Act 4, it finishes strong. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm finding with Act 3. I'm finding that it's slow. It's... It plays differently in terms of other gears, where other gears is just like, uh, how am I going to put it? It's, it just throws everything at you. With this yeah. one, it's trying to tell a, a deeper story. 
It's trying to mm. connect with the audience. And that's what I like. And with every single Gears game that's come out, they've tried to implement new gameplay mechanics. Like with this one, it's not uh, a spoiler per se, but in the mid portion of the game, it just throws you up out in the open world. And I love that. I really yeah. like that approach. I feel like that's what the Gears franchise needed. And uh, I'm finding that I'm always trying to explore, find some side quests, but so far so good. I'm going to wait to give everybody my full-on impressions once I complete and do my review. But so far, I'm absolutely loving it. I can't believe I've stuck with multiplayer. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll say this just because of Gears 4. Gears 4, we were in the middle of playing Overwatch and we still play Overwatch. And I, I just never felt like playing any other multiplayer game. Yeah. So I think now, not because Overwatch is dying, but because we had the means of a few, few games here and there. And um, obviously, when we go on a losing streak on Overwatch, we usually just leave it for a few weeks. So <laughs> I feel like now is a good time for me to jump on Gears. Uh, I want to see what the Modern Warfare beta is like. I know you're not a big fan of that. But I feel like Gears of War 5, the multiplayer is, or Gears yeah, 5, let's say. Definitely. Here. Yeah, it's definitely here to stay. So I'm enjoying it. Your final thoughts on it now that you've completely finished it, like in terms of your review five, out of five stars, what would you give it? Oh. Uh- Probably four out of five, okay. I would say. I would say it's the third best Gears game behind okay. Gears 1 and 2. You can put those two in any order you like. But okay. it's definitely better than the past few games, which is good. And yeah, I don't really rate Judgment that much. And yeah, Gears 4, I didn't play Judgment. Yeah, It's actually yeah, it's a character enough. from Judgment in this game. And I was like, who's that? Yeah, it's, it's forgettable, to be honest. It's not the greatest game. Uh, for me, I stick by the the original trilogy mm-hmm. for me so far i put this on par with gears of war 2 and that's my favorite gears of war and that's as a complete mm-hmm. package so i'll wait and see obviously this has been a few uh issues regarding uh, multiplayer hopefully they patch that up by the time i'm done with the uh, story but you've given it for is that for the complete package or just story mode itself for the complete package okay um i haven't played the the new mode okay. yet but it's pretty good one more thing um there's like a moment in the final chapter that I was like genuinely shocked. I was like, whoa, did they just do that? Okay. And you'll, you'll really like it. So, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. So what happened yesterday was I was watching a video regarding Gears. Uh, I think it was titled, uh, Does Gears Deserve the Hate It's Getting? So I thought, I was wondering why it would be titled such a thing. So I clicked on the video and there was a full-on spoiler and the guy said, the guy warned the audience that this is a spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about what was going to happen towards the end. And oh my God. Oh no. No, no. It, it did spoil it for me, but I was so close. So close. So okay. I'm happy I avoided that. So I'm looking forward to, was it Act 5 you said? Act 4. Act 4. Okay. There's no Act 5, I believe. No, there's something. Um, it's like a two Act 4. Okay. So that's quite short. Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I'm looking forward to that. That's giving me something to look forward to. I think after this podcast, we might dive into some gears or I might dive in on some solo story. So four star for me, I haven't decided what I'm going to give it yet. Still on Act 3, but stay tuned to the Multiverse Instagram page for the review shortly. Uh, moving on, Venom. So Venom 2 has been reported to be to begin filming in November. The reason I bring up this topic is because this is a film I'm actually looking forward to, especially now that Spider-Man is not part of the MCU and now belongs to Sony. 
Um, are we are we blaming Sony or Disney for that? Uh, I'm blaming. Well, I don't know the full story. All I know is Marvel wanted an X amount. Sony mm-hmm. didn't want some sort of deal. Uh, I'm hearing some fake news that Sony are going to give in to Marvel mm-hmm. and. They want to give in, but they also want Venom to be part of the MCU. Oh, that's so, a deal breaker for me. Really? Okay. I believe that's <laughs> I'm fake news. I'm joking. Uh, I, I believe that's fake news. But if it was the case, what would your thoughts be on that before we jump back into the, the news? Yeah, just do it. Just, you know, it's like when you had to go to a party and you had to bring like <laughs> your, your cousin with you, like Venom, that you, cousin. You just got to do it. You just got yeah, to exactly. do it. Exactly. I think if if this deal is going to happen, I think Venom should be part of the MCU. I think there's a, a, an amazing storyline to be told there. And mm-hmm. uh, I really, going off topic, uh, I think we're going to be doing a lot of that during the podcast. I want Deadpool to be part of the MCU. Oh, yeah, t- definitely. But, but I thought Venom was, the movie was okay for me, but I thought he was pretty good. Like Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy's Hardy amazing. Always, One of my favorite actors. Good. Yeah. yeah, Always good. I think he carried that movie. Uh, we had that discussion when I watched it. Um, I think he carried the movie. I think the villain was very, very forget- forgettable. Yeah. Poor villain. And uh, I, I can't even remember what he was, his uh, thought process was now. It's, it's so forgettable. I'm happy to see Venom too, uh, especially with Carnage now. I believe Tom Hardy uh, is going to absolutely smash it in Venom too. And let's say a deal doesn't go through between Marvel and uh, Sony, I, f- I think the deal's dead. I think that's it. Spider-Man now belongs back to Sony. Uh, I believe we're going to see Spider-Man in some way teased in Venom 2. Def- definitely a cameo or something. I think they wanted to do a cameo with the first one, but um, Disney wouldn't let them. Yeah, apparently there was a, a scene that was, abs- was cut out, so they actually filmed a scene with Tom Holland uh, and Marvel was like, no you're not having him and they cut it out. So I would have, I would love to see what that scene was, maybe a deleted scene or something. Um, but that's the shame. I, f- I think, you know, there's a lot of potential to be in terms of story-wise, uh, but I think for the foreseeable future, if Spider-Man doesn't go back to MCU, I think it's, it's now time to focus on him, focus on the, the story arc and maybe bringing all the villains together. And you never know. Sony might have its own... Uh, Sony Cinematic Universe. You never know. You think um, you think Venom Two should be rated R? Yes, and for me, the big reason why is because of the Joker movie, which we'll touch on in a bit. Yeah. Uh, so I think Marvel need a R-rated movie. For us here in the UK, it's an 18 rated. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they need that sort of movie because I think that's why the Joker movie is going to be successful, and I and I think that's why. A lot of people will see that similarity between okay, Marvel can't make an R-rated movie, but DC can. So we'll, we'll touch on that in a bit. And I think Venom needs to be R-rated, and that's my concern. If they ever brought Deadpool over to the MCU, is they can't make Deadpool an R-rated. Obviously, Disney being family friendly and so forth, I think uh, that might be hard. Let's say a bit tricky to to pull off. Yeah, I think I think I'll be. I'm I'm interested in it. I just don't know what to expect from Andy Serkis as a director. The only movie I saw from him was that bad Netflix Jungle Book movie. Yeah. Which was, um, 
Yeah, um, like, I like him as a, a voice value, actor. Uh, yeah, the the actual Jungle Book from Jeff Lavo. But yeah, I don't know what to expect from him. No, me neither. I, I think he's good in terms of voice acting for video games. Uh, a good actor. I really enjoyed his his performance in Black Panther. Uh, it, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Black Panther, as you know. I think it's a trash movie. But w- one thing that I have uh, that I'm really annoyed about is they ki- they killed him off too early in the Black Panther movie. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. thought they could have utilized him slightly better. Uh, but that's for a different topic. Um, so we'll we, we just have to wait and see um, how they implement, let's say, Venom uh, in their own cinematic universe. So, But Venom 2 starting filming in uh, November. I believe it's supposed to come out. Is it 2020 or 2021? I'm not uh, too sure. I think 2021. Yeah, I think it's 21 as well. Um, so I'm excited for that. Venom 1. Not the greatest movie, but I really enjoyed it. So looking forward to, to that. Um, Hayley Atwell joins uh, the two, next two Mission Impossible movies. Did you watch Mission Impossible 4 like yesterday? You promised me. Not. Oh my God. Okay. It's like, it's like two and a half hours. Yep. It's a great movie. The reason I bring this up is I'm a big fan of Mission Impossible movies. I think the yeah. last two have been really, really good. Uh, and this kind of links with a topic later on in terms of reboot. How long does a franchise need to to go on for? But Hayley Atwell, who a lot of people might know from, as Peggy Carter from the MCU, she has been now signed on for the next two Mission Possible films. Uh, initially, everybody thought one, but she confirmed that it was two. Uh, if you haven't seen Mission Impossible Fallout, I think... You should go watch it. I think the, the franchise in general is going strength to strength in comparison to, let's say, something like uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. I think that franchise is now just getting over the top and ridiculous. Uh, I don't think we need another Fast and Furious movie, but obviously it brings in the money. So does Mission Impossible. What are your thoughts on her casting in the Mission Impossible franchise? Obviously, we don't I know like what her role is. Yeah, I love her. I love her as an actor. Yeah. I think she's really good. I haven't seen her outside the MCU though, so I'm I'm intrigued to see how she is. But yeah, I like her as an actor. I think she was great in Captain America. I think she was great in Peggy Carter, which I guess she's been like a spy already. Yep, uh, Peggy Carter. I haven't watched, but I've heard great reviews about. It. I think a lot of people yeah. have enjoyed that TV show and enjoyed her role as it. Um, she's done a lot of um, shows here in the UK, and she gets a lot of good reviews regarding that. So I'm interested to see where. She fits into the Mission Impossible. I know Simon Pegg was in it, and I think that was a good casting role. I like him in the movies. I'm I'm a fan of his. Um, but Tom Cruise just goes strength to strength in, in those movies, Tom, doesn't he? Tom Cruise is a goat. Yep. Uh, I absolutely agree. I love him. Uh, what movie was I watching of his the other day? I can't Tap remember. Down? I watched that, but I think I, I watched... Ah, Live, Die, Repeat. Mm. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow has, has two different names. Yeah, they, they, they changed it, the, the title every five minutes yeah that movie is one of the most underrated movies and it's so good what other movie did we watch that we said he had the best performance in we discussed this the other day didn't we collateral uh i think his role in that was amazing there was one role that we said that was so underrated that it was just or were we talking about leonardo dicaprio in uh once upon a time in hollywood keep i think it was that wasn't it I don't know. Every every role he's doing is underrated because he's doing all the stunts. It's yeah. just it's it's insane. Uh, have you seen the the video for him on the set of Fallout where he actually broke his uh, ankle? Yeah, yeah. 
that was amazing. And he actually continues trying to perform the stunt and continue running without knowing that he's actually done damage to his, uh, to his ankle. So that, that was pretty funny. If you could take Tom Cruise and put him in the MCU, where would he fit? Ooh, that's good. Um, let's... <laughs> where would you put it? Give, give back to me. I, I don't know. That's why I asked you. <laughs> Someone who does... I want to say... I hope you say... I was thinking that, but I was thinking, who's that guy again? Oh, part of the Captain Marvel series. Uh, it's gone gone over my head now. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you on this one. Uh, I can't remember his name. We keep saying, I keep mentioning this, um, this role to you, and I said that I wanted Keanu Reeves, maybe as it. Moon Knight? Who? Moon Knight? No, Moon Knight. No, 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 not Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise, no. I think, well, I don't know. It's gone, off, gone over my head now. I can't remember the exact name of the character. He um, was part of the Cap- Captain Marvel franchise and then comics. Not too sure. Can't remember the name. Oh, well, I'll get back to you on that one. But I would love to see Tom Cruise in the MCU. Uh, I don't know for how long he's going to continue acting. What is he, in his 50s, 60s? Yeah, still, yeah. still in tip-top shape. Yeah. So I would love to see him in the MCU one day, but which role I cannot decide for the life of me. There is one particular role, but the name of the the character in the MCU is kind of just literally gone over my head. So once I remember, I'll probably plug it in towards the end or whenever. Moving on, talking about comics, the Joker movie. I don't think we need to say anything regarding how hyped we are for this movie. Um, It's going to be probably the best comic book movie ever and Endgame came out this year. Endgame came out this year, yep. But I believe it's going to be better than Endgame. Is that a long shot? No, no. I, I, I agree with that. I think it's going to be the best comic movie this year, definitely, hands down. And I think that goes back to, um, to what we were discussing before. One, it's an R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. And I think people actually, it, uh, it's a big incentive for people to watch an R-rated comic book movie. Two, it's, and this is, I think, one of the best things about this movie. It's not based on any comics. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's on standalone story. Exactly. And I think that, you know what, this is going to help the movie because there's a lot of movies when you come out from the cinema after watching it, you go, okay, you start comparing it with the comics and you just, you find all these flaws and these plot holes and so forth. But because this movie is a standalone movie, I believe this movie is just going to be able to stand on its own two feet without comparisons. My only concern, however, and you know what, what I'm going to say, it, I believe a lot of people are going to compare. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I was just about to say this. I was like, are we going to compare the two? No, no. Um, you can't compare Joaquin Phoenix's Joker with Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker. They we're both... No, we're, I'm, gonna, I'm, we're not gonna have like a fake debate where I defend Heath and you defend Joaquin. No, no, I've, I think we're too mature for that. Uh, <laughs> I believe you know these two characters that they're, they're going to lead the Joker into a different route. Uh, from what I've been reading and so forth, everybody's been raving on about Joaquin Phoenix. So he's a, a big favorite of mine, as you know. Yeah, love and, him. 
I love him. I love him. Uh, he's a great actor. I think underrated as well. I don't think a lot of people appreciate his uh, his acting skills uh, and some of his method acting roles. Uh, but I feel like he's going to do this role justice. And even Christian Bell said it. He said that he believes Working Phoenix is going to do a good, good job at it. But he also said uh, he's got big boots to fill in terms, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, Heath Ledger. And I, I agree with that. You know, everyone's, this, it's going to be standard. Like, we had that with Jared Leto's uh, attempt, let's call it, of being a Joker. Let's not, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. And we'll, go, we'll end up talking about that later on. I think that's the next topic as well. Um, so there is going to be comparisons made. It's obvious. This is the world we live in. But I think we should appreciate the Joker that we're going to get. Yeah. And, and um, Joaquin's, Joaquin's good in everything he does. Have you seen um, Her? By? Yep, I've watched that. That's, I, I, I enjoy that movie. It's slightly yes. weird. It's but I it's, really enjoyed it. It's a really, like, off there topic. Yep. It's like he falls in love with his, with his phone, Siri, basically. <laughs> but you, you totally buy it. Great movie. Uh, like, as you said, it's kind of like, it's not for everybody. It's like yeah. weird. Uh, it's just like me saying I've fallen in love with my Siri. But, you know, if your Siri sounded like Scarlett Johansson, you'd fall in love with it too. Yeah, like who would blame who would blame the guy? To be honest with you, if my if my phone was uh, voiced by Scarlett Johansson, then you never know where where that might lead. So overall, I think you know, his his I think he's the perfect uh, casting for this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the Joker was obviously put out there, and they said, okay, Joaquin Phoenix was going to be the Joker. I don't think we had any negative feedback towards the casting in comparison to, let's say, Batman and Robert Patterson's uh, casting. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are. I just, I'm not a big I, fan of that character. I, I want to give him a chance, but my hopes aren't high. Yeah, it, my it hopes are not well. high. My hopes are not high. I think the only thing I'm looking forward to is seeing how they take this Batman story. So there's been... Uh, a few rumors flying around that it's either going to be based on the Court of Owl series, which we saw in the Gotham TV show, and it could be based on the I believe it's called The Long Halloween. I haven't read that graphic novel, uh, it's in my Amazon basket for research purposes. So that's what I'm excited for in terms of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also been confirmed Joker won't meet uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman in the Joker movie. Good. Yeah, you agree with yeah. that? Perfect. Good. Yeah, that, that was my thought. I wanted it to stand on its own two legs. I didn't want it to be part of this, let's say, rebirth of a DCEU. If it, if in the future they want to lead with Joker as the rebirth of DCEU, then possibly. But at the moment, I don't think DC or Warner Brothers should focus on the DCEU at, at the moment. Uh, I think Marvel one, they're just a titan at the moment. Uh, I don't think you could catch them up. I think they should just focus on on solo movies. Um, we'll talk about this in a bit as well. Uh, but I'm happy they're not going to meet. And yeah, we had we had a theory. I don't know if we should talk about the theory of what we what we believe is the storyline for the for the movie. What do you reckon? Should we talk about it or should we not talk about it? Uh, let's save it for another podcast. Okay, let's leave it for another podcast. We'll talk about it in our... We'll, we'll definitely make a Joker-based yeah. podcast and we'll we talk about to. what... Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about what we thought the movie was going to be and how it turned up and so forth. Um, you think they yeah. should recast the Joker for this new one or use um, Jared Leto? Uh, 
Oh, what, for Suicide Squad? No, no, for the new Batman movie. Oh, for the new Batman movie. Oh, it depends if they're going to include Joker, right? Uh, We're not sure. Well, he's going to get his own franchise. Well, if that's that. So this is the issue now. If you're going to make another Joker movie or a Joker character, then you're just going to start confusing the audience, aren't you? Like you've got uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Mm -hmm. So you've got another Joker in the Batman movie. And let's say, let's say if the Batman movie is not linked with the new Suicide Squad, you've got another Joker. So that's three Jokers under the title of DC Comics. Yeah, I'm uh, confused too. Is the new Batman movie a part of the DCEU? No idea. Uh, I'm a big fan of the director. He's done uh, great work on the, on the Planet of the Apes movie and the trilogy. Yeah. But I have no idea what the, what the approach is. Is it part of the DCEU? Uh, what they're going to do with it if they refresh the DCEU and reboot it what did, where does that leave Aquaman Shazam Wonder Woman who I believe are suited for those for, for those roles but where does it leave let's say the Justice League like Flash uh, Cyborg characters that don't really have a good backstory at the moment they haven't really focused on them so it just goes back the DCEU at the moment is a mess I don't I don't think they know what they're doing either I don't think they know what they're doing and uh Suicide Squad wasn't that great. It was. Uh, it was the worst. Yeah, it was the worst DCEU movie. Uh, Justice League follows it shortly after, because uh, that movie was trash. Uh, I still haven't even. You know, a movie is trash when I, a big DC fan, doesn't buy the the Blu-ray movies. And when I do, I'm never going to open them. They're just going to go in my collection. Would you buy it. the Snyder Cut? Oh, I hate talking about the Snyder Cut. You know how, how I feel about that. <laughs> Would I buy the Snyder Cut? Um, for, for those of you who don't know, Snyder Cut is based on his version of the Justice League. Uh, obviously, he was sacked from Justice League or he left, whatever, and Josh uh, Whedon came in, the guy who made the Avengers movie, to touch it up. You can clearly see what cuts belong to Snyder in that movie, what cut belonged to Josh. That movie was just an absolute mess. So the issue is, everyone believes Snyder's Cut is the holy grail of the Justice League movie and is the savior of the DCEU. Let's put it this way. Every movie has a cut. So every movie starts with, let's say, a five-hour cut, then it gets cut down to four hours, three hours. Uh, I think what's added fuel to the fire is the Jason Momoa come out and said, I've seen the Snyder Cut and it's amazing. Uh, and it's just obviously got a lot of fanboys kind of riled up excited i hate it i hate it did you hear about how they went to the the marvel uh expo or the disney expo and started the petition to have the snyder cut released it's it's just just get over it it's embarrassing i i don't think the snyder cut is the savior of the dcu or the justice league movie itself i believe it exists uh but you know my thoughts of snyder as a director i think he makes good trailers Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe he should have uh, he has a good vision let's put it that way his, his vision for a dark DCEU could have worked but I knew the DCEU was in trouble when he said in my world a Batman could be raped and I, I yeah I was about to say that the sign yeah. cut is probably just the same movie except Batman gets raped in, in prison or something yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely awful um, I don't want to see that I'll never buy that actually that's a lie I would buy that just so I could uh, run my own agenda on it and maybe talk about it on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, completely off topic. We're running, we're running away with these um, 
uh, what ifs. Uh, I, I forgot where we were. Yeah, regarding the DCU, I don't think they know what they're doing. And um, which leads me to, I think this is a good segue, is the future of the DCEU. So JJ Abrahams is Bad Robot, which is a TV and movie production company, has recently closed the deal with Warner Media. So obviously Warner Media and Warner Brothers, they owe um, the whole DCEU franchise. So my question to you would be, should he lead the rebirth of the DCEU or is the DCEU currently dead and the main focus should be on solo movies? I think that's tricky because JJ's had a history of saving franchises. He saved the Star Wars franchise. He saved the Star Trek franchise. So a third franchise, if he saved, would be pretty good. But I feel like his movies aren't ever too good. They're just safe. He makes a lot of safe decisions. Yep. He doesn't take any risk. He's, you know... The Star Trek he's who, uh, reboot was... who you hired to get your franchise up and running. Yeah. Yep. But he's not going to change it, you know? So you don't think he should be in charge or you hand over the keys to him for maybe a safe uh, reboot, a soft reboot, let's say? Or would you look for somebody else? I mean... Who, who can you give, who can you give the DCEU to? Like Marvel have taken this approach where they've left these big, let's say, movies to uh, the Russo brothers and, and it's worked. But mm-hmm. who can really save the DCEU? I don't think anyone can save the DCEU. Um, so what do, you, what do you do with it? It's a, I'm, I'm a DC fan, but Marvel is obviously riding the wave at the moment. It's done. <laughs> to be honest, if you really, really think about it, they've done some okay movies to start off the MCU, but they're now picking up speed. We'll talk about it with one in terms of their phase four. Um, they've done amazingly well to kind of create this absolute titan now in, um, in cinema. Everyone, every Huge. movie, yeah, absolutely massive. Um, what do DCEU do? They can't do anything, really, can they? I think they should do the opposite. I think they should do what they're doing with the Joker. I think they should just focus on in- individual movies, just let the directors have their vision with their movies. And, you know, over time, if you have a lot of amazing movies, the fans are going to know that, you know, who makes better quality movies. And I agree with you that. I agree on the fact that, yes, you know, give, let's say, the Joker been given to, to the director to really, really focus on him. Todd Phillips, though, isn't really known for those sort of movies. He's made no. com- comedy movies, hasn't he? So um, he's made the Hangover movies. Yeah, they're great movies. Uh, I think one and two, one absolute goat. Two was good. I think the third was a bit. Uh, and he's made a due date with um, Robert Downey Jr. and mm-hmm. that guy from Hangover. I can't remember his name. Zach something. Zach um, Galifianakis. Yep, that's it. I totally uh, forgot about that movie. That one. That one's pretty funny. It's decent. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good laugh. But he's not really known for these sort of movies. So if the Joker movie works. Do you then take, uh, and because what do you do with the Joker movie? Do you add it to the DCU? It's a standalone movie. Obviously, it doesn't follow the comics. There's no law behind it. Do you create another Joker for the I DCU? I think you just leave it alone. How about this for an idea? How about you take Flash, or is it too early to do this? You take Flash, and you do Flashpoint. Flashpoint. So for those that don't know, Flashpoint is pretty much what DC used to reboot a the series or the universe and so forth. It's, done, it's been done in the comics. 
do you take that and implement it on the movies or is that too early i i don't think it's too early <laughs> i think it's too late you think but it's too late there's there's, yeah. there's so many good stories in the dc i think there's better stories in dc than marvel but the problem is they keep trying to set those movies up and they get in the way so just focus on the stories and just like so, just see, I, I, exactly in. i agree with you that on, on that point i think dc's storytelling in terms of comics is is amazing that's why i prefer dc comics over marvel comics uh their storytelling is amazing their artwork's amazing when it comes to comics it's easier to follow so you know where to pick up from but i believe dc have a better or stronger characters than the mcu i'll say that too loud you're gonna upset the marvel fans it's not just about upsetting the marvel fans or these stands out there it's it's like batman everyone knows batman okay everyone knows superman these are like the holy trinity of dc wonder woman snyder had all three of them and still fucked up a movie so yeah that's the thing like i want the dceu to succeed because i'm a big dc fan but i'm loving what marvel are doing i just i would just like to see dc do something i think as you said, it's too late now for the DCU. I think they should really, really focused on solo movies, creating characters that you know people should give a shit about. Because before uh, Iron Man came out, nobody really cared. I think yeah, Marvel no one was, knows. No one knew yeah. who Iron Man was. Nobody. I think you find the diehards maybe who followed the comics and so forth. Doctor Strange, nobody cared about. <laughs> Even with um, DC, Aquaman, no one cared about him. So they've they've given these characters some backstory now, and now look at them. They're they're leading or in the process of being part of something bigger. So yeah, nobody exactly. nobody cares about Cyborg. You've chucked him in into the Justice League. Nobody really cares about him. He looked like a PS2. He looks awful. He looked awful. His backstory was yes. awful. Nothing worked. He had a lot of deleted scenes. I think, as you said, it's it'll be good just to really focus on certain characters and really drive the narrative with those certain characters i think obviously the box office will tell if, if they made money people want more if not then you scrap it and we've seen that with uh, um the mummy reboot with uh, tom cruise uh, that absolutely flopped at the box office so i believe is it paramount that owns it or universal universal sorry uh they've kind of scrapped their extended universe so it happens really um Staying on the topic of DC, I skipped this one just because it was a good segue between the revival of the DCEU. Suicide Squad 2, or as it's called, it's called The Suicide Squad. Uh, why, the, why don't movies do that? Just add the to it. I have I, no idea. I think it was the fourth Fast and Furious. They did Fast and Furious. Which, yeah. Which was the opposite. With the new Predator movie, they did The Predator. The Predator, which was a trash movie also. Uh, yeah, I watched that the other day. Absolutely horrible movie. Um, so the Suicide Squad cast, cast has been announced. It's pretty uh, big. It's a big cast. Uh, but my concern, we'll, we'll come to that in a bit. So there's four characters that are returning. You've got Margot mm-hmm. Ro- Robbie as Harley Quinn. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to her solo movie as Harley Quinn. I'd, I don't know. Did anybody ask for a Harley Quinn movie? I, I don't think people ask for birds of prey. I don't know if we, you know, the people are. Uh, yeah, see, so I'm on, I'm on the fence regarding that movie. Uh, you got Joel Kinnaman, who's coming back as Rick Flag. I like that character. I like that actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jai Courtney is coming back as Captain Boomerang. 
he, he was Jai Courtney is hit and miss though, to be honest. Uh, mostly miss. Yeah, mostly miss. But the issue is apparently, and this is what James Gunn has said, that the Suicide Squad will be a soft continuation of Suicide Squad. But didn't Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang die in Suicide Squad? I think he lived. No, he died. Didn't he? Did he? I'm sure he died. Didn't he die? No, no, I think okay. you, you missed. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy that tried to escape and got his head blown up. Yeah, yep. that's, that's it. Okay. So Courtney, yeah, he, forgettable as well. Jai Courtney's there. Uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller is back. Uh, so those are the four characters that are going to be con- continuing from the original Suicide Squad, where you got Idris Elba uh, joining. Which, if you look at it. James Gunn has brought a lot of characters over from the MCU. Mm-hmm. Idris Alba, who everyone knows, plays as Heimdall. Michael Ruka, who plays um, uh, Yondu. Uh, and you've also got, I believe, the guy that plays uh, Sean Gunn. He's also in uh, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy 2. He does the CGI for... He does this, yeah, he does the CGI for Rocket Raccoon. So it's a big cast. Uh, I think James Gunn, has a lot on his hand. Uh, but I think with his work with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy 1, more than number 2. Uh, I think this film might be in safe hands. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I've been... The first one wasn't great. but no, I the, do the first one is shit. I do trust um, James Gunn. His yeah. tweets, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just realized what he said. Yeah, his tweets not so much. I think it's his tweeting that got him the role for Suicide Squad. So, didn't yeah. he get fired from uh, Marvel at first and then Warner Brothers snapped him up and then uh, Marvel were like, oh shit, we've made a, a grave mistake here. And mm-hmm. then signed, re-signed him for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And I, I believe uh, uh, Baptiste or Baptista, the WWE player, yeah, David Batiste. Yeah, he's in years. He he threatened to to not sign on for guys of the Galaxy Three. They didn't resign James Gunn. So I guess people like working with him. Uh, I think even it's though like, he might be a pedophile. Yeah. See, so that's that's something. I'd, I'm sure Warner Brothers don't care when it comes to making movies. I think they no. just want to be up and running and actually deliver a good movie because. Suicide Squad had a lot of potential, especially with um, certain characters that it was nice to see on, on screen in regarding, let's say, Will Smith's character, uh, Deathstroke. So that was nice to see. But also, this is the issue with the continuation era or where does it lead in the DCU? You had Batman in Suicide Squad, so it showed that it was part of the universe. But you had Will Smith as Deathstroke, but you had uh, another um, actor as Deathstroke in the ending of was it uh, just yeah Justice League, so uh, where, where it leads with where is DCEU going? Where is Warner Brothers going? And as you mentioned, I don't think they know what they're doing. So nope. I know that role has been possibly recasted for Idris Alba. I I could be I could be mistaken. I think he's playing someone new. You reckon? Yeah, I think I hope he does. 
because I don't think Deadshot is that interesting of a character. The superpower am I, am, is... Am I been calling him Deathstroke? I don't know I why. So. De- yeah, Deadshot. My bad. Yeah. Um, I, I was AIM. Yeah, I like, I, I like Idris Elba, but I don't know. I want him to have a good, a good character. Um, and I think that's where they... Justice League went wrong with Batman uh, and Ben Affleck. I like Ben Affleck's uh, portrayal of Batman, and he, I think he was a great um, Bruce Wayne. But I felt like the the script let him down, and kind of the the production let him down also. So I want these characters to have a good, good uh, character to support their position in in the movie. Um, John Cena's in the movie. Yeah, see, I'm I not. Big... He, I hope he plays an invisible character. I like that. Uh, I like that. I love that fucking reference. I was going to say something along the lines when I saw his name pop up, but apparently he's playing Peacemaker, who I have no idea who he is, so I'm not going to pretend. He's playing the shotgun from um, Apex. <laughs> uh, no one's going to get that reference unless they're an Apex player. Um, and who else have we got on here? We've got, yep, the only confirmed characters are Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, Captain Boomerang, Amanda Waller, Peacemaker. Uh, King Shark by Steve Aggie. I don't know who that is. Uh, so that's and also Zack Snyder apparently is a producer. So is Deborah Snyder. Really? Yep. I'm just reading it now. I thought they were like after DC. I have no idea. Or I'm on IMDb at the moment. Say so Zack Snyder producer. Wow. Is alarm bells? Could he influence? Uh, Gun's uh, approach. He should definitely stay out of it, but I, I hope I hope IMDb have only just copied and pasted mm-hmm. everything from the original Suicide casting and crew and posted it up there for the Suicide Squad, which is due out for 2021. Um, but I'm excited week, for his take. So excited for his take on it. Yep. I think just going back to what we were saying about J.J. Abrams, I think it'll be a safe movie. Uh, I think it will do well. Uh, but if it flops, I think Warner Brothers will pull the plug on uh, any future Suicide Squad releases. Mm-hmm. Yeah? It would agree on that? Yeah. Perfect. Let's move on. We've talked enough about the DC. Uh, we don't want to sound like DC fanboys here, so we're going to talk about Marvel now. And uh, we're excited about what we're going to about talk about uh, last week or two weeks ago disney at the d23 expo announced disney plus so we're going to talk about disney plus phase four uh, in general but i want to start off with disney plus mio has disney sold you on disney plus um, they haven't just sold me they've made me taken out a loan they've made me um <laughs> work a second job they've made me do everything i'm all in i'm all, I'm in. all in i'm super excited and in comparison to i don't know if you saw the apple conference or you've heard anything in terms of apple plus or their apple subscription service apple tv i think disney have approached it really really well i think they've um it, there's a lot of incentive and a lot of stuff on there that's launching with the streaming service in terms of in comparison with apple and um, would you say Netflix is in trouble? Bear in mind, Netflix obviously do their originals and they're a big, big uh, streaming service now. Would, would Disney Plus 
put Netflix uh, under pressure. We know Netflix has lost some uh, subscribers over the last few months. Where does Netflix stand in all this? I think Netflix is in trouble in terms of being the biggest streaming service, but I think they're fine as a streaming service. They're still a great service. They still have tons of TV shows. They still have tons of movies. They're, you know, I think they'll be fine. They just won't be the biggest. Would you have... I know in America you've got the HBO C, uh, streaming service. Mistaken, mm-hmm. mis- uh, correct me if I'm mistaken. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so you've got HBO. Uh, you've got DC Unlimited. Uh, you now got Disney Plus coming up, Netflix, and Apple. Uh, I don't know if there's any more, so you can add them to the list. But from those five, would you say we're now you're going to find subscribers cancelling one or two, or is then oh sorry, and Amazon Prime? So six, would you say you'll find some subscribers canceling streaming services or is there enough on each streaming service to actually uh, keep people uh, attached to that particular service? What are your thoughts on that? I think it'll be different for everyone, but I think I'll probably keep Netflix. I'll probably keep Amazon and I'll probably cancel Hulu. I don't think I watch too many shows on that. Okay. HBO? Now that Game of Thrones is finished? Probably not. Cancel, cancel that? Yep. Yeah. So Disney, that's the thing. I think Disney Plus is in a strong, strong position. They announced the following for their Phase 4 lineup, which we're going to talk about. Black Widow, which uh, we'll go one by one. So Black Widow, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thoughts on that is that movie has come 10 years too late. Yeah, exactly. I'm not too interested in it. I don't know what it's about. I think Taskmaster is going to be in it, which is, I guess, kind of cool. Uh, apparently, this could be fake news. Uh, Iron Man might make an appearance. Yeah, that'd be good. But you've heard I about like that. I like yeah. the cast of it. I just don't like the the plot. No, I'm not me, interested. Me neither. In this is one of them I'm not interested in, and I believe the movie has come out way too late. It should have been in probably phase one, possibly phase mm-hmm. two at the latest. Uh, they've waited too long. And I think with Phase 4, it would have been nice to just continue from where we left off in terms of Endgame. I think going future, I don't want to now start skipping time points and timelines and so forth. Um, so Black Widow, we're not too fast about. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That, that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, I think it's just going to be like a buddy cop movie kind of in a way. Yep. Which is uh, always really good. Uh, and I believe that continues obviously on from Endgame, so that'd be pretty cool. The big one for me is Eternals. Mm, I'm so, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, towards that. But a big cast like that, and they haven't announced everybody. That's my only concern. It's such a big cast, a diverse cast. How do you bring that all to to television? Because there is another uh, movie. What is it? Is it the? You know which one I'm talking about. It was so shit, or it hasn't even come out yet. Which one? Uh, what is it called? Come on. The one that got turned into a TV show? Yes. What is it called? What is it called? Inhuman? Yes, that one. So that was absolute shambles. And um, I have, like, I'm concerned this probably go down that route in terms of obviously a big cast, not knowing what to do. Um, so, but that is one I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, you got Shang-Chi. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know apparently that's a good uh, comic book. 
I have no idea who that is. Yeah, comic. It's a good comic series, but I have no idea who it is. I just hope it's not something like uh, Iron Fist because I absolutely hate that TV show and it was probably yeah. the worst yeah. Marvel TV show. One Division. What What are your thoughts um, on that? I I don't know what to think about that. Me neither. But I don't know what it's going to be about. I don't know where it's going to be based on in terms of the timeline because obviously we only had Vision from Ultron and obviously Wonder during that time. Will it be leading up to Endgame, what they did in between? Uh, or will it be based on when they ran away in, in Infinity War and so forth? Um, I think the one that I'm mostly hyped for, and that's the one up next, is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I believe it's called. That 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 one's interesting. It's their first horror movie, right? Apparently, it's, the, it's going to be a horror-based movie. Yep, correct. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think Marvel have done a lot of different style of movies. So that's one that's on my list. I'm pretty excited for that. Marvel uh, Marvel went in on their D23 announcements, and especially with the next few ones, Loki. I'm excited for that because that picks up mm-hmm. from. Uh, the point where he retrieves, well, steals the Tesseract back in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what If is interesting. Uh, yeah. So from from what I've seen, Peggy Carter is Captain Britain rather than, uh, the, what's his name again? Jesus Christ, Cap- the Captain America guy. Chris uh, Evans. Chris Evans. Chris Evans is a zombie apparently. Uh uh, the, the Black Panther guy, Wakanda Forever, the King, King Shower. Yep, you know, I hate that movie when I don't remember. Hey, hey. not a great movie, not a great movie. Hey, hey, we'll we'll hey. have what we'll do is we'll do a podcast talking about all we'll the have, Marvel we'll movies and we'll rank them. Yep, so it's so, two on one. So the King is uh Star Lord, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that kind of the what if scenario. Um, you've got Hawkeye. Uh, there was a casting for that the other day. Completely missed it. Don't know who it is. For Love and Thunder, I believe it's called. Yeah, that that one's gonna be good. That is like, gonna be good. Really? Yeah, he, he's a fucking go, and he's actually in the Suicide Squad as a cast. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Black Panther two. Uh, not too hyped about that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, not isn't isn't Namor gonna be in it? I believe so, just because they tease Namor in Endgame. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And I believe Keanu Reeves might be Namor. I think he suits that role. I would love to see Namor uh, adapted for the TV with the comics I'm reading, the Civil War comics. Uh, Namor's awesome. I love him. Uh, you've got the final few. Uh, I think there's no date announced on them at the moment. Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk and Blade. I'm really excited for Blade. I want to see what they do with that. I hope they make a radar, but I'm really excited for um, seeing um, Mahershala Ali in it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a great actor. Time. Great actor. Uh, his role in Luke Cage, Cottonmouth, was yeah, amazing. He's, he's so good. As that soon as they killed him off, so good. As soon as they, as soon as they killed him off, that show went downhill. I think the show got cancelled. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. He's awesome. Do we just spoil Luke Cage? Uh, we can spoil Luke Cage. Yeah, no, one's gonna watch Luke no Cage. one's going to watch Luke Cage anymore. Um, so that's in terms of Marvel's Phase 4 plan. You said you'd hope Blade isn't R-rated. Yeah. If it's the on first, their the Disney first... Plus service, would you reckon they'll make an R-rated 
Oh, I thought they were making that a full-on movie. Is that a full-on movie or a TV show? No, that's a full-on movie. Love it. Fucking love that. R-rated. Give us an R-rated Blade. It has to be. That's the only way Blade will succeed. It has to be an R-rated, in my he's, opinion. He's a vampire. How do you make it not R-rated? Yeah, what, what are you going to do? Rate it like T14 or something? Or... <laughs> T14. You, you, what, what are you going to do? I'm talking American um, rating mm-hmm. systems. I have no idea what they're like. So It's um, PG-13. Okay, here a teen will be a 12A or possibly a 15. 12A means anyone 12 accompanied, accompanied by an adult could attend the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, it needs to be an R-rated movie. But in regards to Disney Plus and their service and their TV highlights, mm-hmm. I think we're hyped for one show in particular. And I'm hoping that Disney Plus launches in the UK on the same date because apparently... Uh, there's no announced date for a Disney Plus UK release. But the TV show is The Mandalorian. And so good. Looks so good. We are so fucking hyped for that. I watched the trailer like 50 times. Exactly. I did the same. Uh, was it? I think they were announcing it at night. Mm-hmm. Nighttime here, I think uh, late evening, your time. And we were just buzzing. We watched it a few times. The quality, That's I honestly, the exp- yeah. It's one of the best CGI I've seen. And it's on a TV show, which is shocking. Yeah, I can't can't remember how many episodes they said they were going to make, I think. But the the casting is really, really good. Uh, I'm a big fan of the casting. Uh, I'm really, really hyped. How many episodes did you say they were going to be? I want to say eight. You reckon eight? Okay. Yeah, I think eight's a good... good I think... Eight's a good amount, it, but it also depends on how uh, they push out the episodes on Disney+. Plus. If it's eight and they push them all out at once, I don't think that's enough. But if, it's, if they push them out every week on a weekly basis, I think eight, eight is good. Eight to ten would be awesome, to be honest. Yeah. Do you uh, like them all coming out at once or weekly? Ooh. See, I put a, a poll up on uh, Instagram the other day when Netflix announced they were going to release a few tv shows all out uh, on a weekly basis rather than mm. all at once and the majority said and i think this was 90 percent of 50 people voted or even 95 percent of the 50 people that voted said they prefer tv shows all at once mm. i guess i'm just old school i like the weekly format you like weekly format yeah, I, I feel I, like I, if, if it's all at once it's just a long movie true but sometimes if you've got nothing to do let's say you're a week off from work or you've got a holiday or yeah, whatever the, make, the case may be. Uh, so in my case, I like to watch stuff at night when everyone's asleep. I think that's the time I get to recap movies and watch TV shows. I don't just want to stop at one episode and wait next week for the next episode. I like to just dish out the entire series all at once. Uh, I did that with Mindhunter season one and two. Mm-hmm. Did that back to back. I finished that in a week and I just loved watching them back to back. I think the downside to that, obviously, is uh, you end up seeing the sun come out, and that is not good for my health. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I watched five episodes in one night, and um, there was a TV show that when I told you I finished all in one sitting, you were pretty shocked about that also. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how Disney approach it. But The Mandalorian is my most anticipated TV show for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about TV shows, let's stay on the topic of TV shows. Uh, Game of Thrones, there's a reported 
well, there's a report that there's a prequel series based on the House of Targaryen, and which is set 300 years before the main events of the show, and it's at work at obviously HBO. So you know me, I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. I bought season one to three box sets, um, and I got up to season two, and I got bored of it, and I haven't watched how many seasons? Eight seasons. Eight. Yeah. Eight. I know you watched them. I know Harris R.I.P. was a big fan of them. Um, what are your thoughts on firstly how Game of Thrones ended the uh, TV show in general and your thoughts on a prequel series it didn't it didn't end well I'm not gonna sugarcoat it it wasn't it wasn't the best ending but you know what TV shows do have good endings it's like few it's like Breaking Bad it's like Mad Men all, all TV shows end bad but um, yeah I'm really, I'm really 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 excited for this um, I always thought I think they're doing the Dance of Dragons, which um, for book readers, it was one of the more interesting parts of the books. It was the Targaryen Civil War. I don't want to get too deep into Game of Thrones lore because that's we could make a separate podcast out of that. But apparently, the books are incredible. It's 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 really detailed. Wasn't I, I, I prefer over the show? Wasn't there a petition to redo? Was it either the last episode, I could be mistaken, the last episode or the entire season eight yeah, to be based more on the I, books? I don't take that too much of credibility because, okay. you know, you can't be mad at someone else's art. It's their art. It's just, you know, I don't like changing stuff, but I still believe in George. I think he can, George R. R. Mind the author of the books, but I still believe in him. I think he can finish the books before... I turned 50, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. So wait, wait. The books are not complete yet? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. He's still, he's, still he still has two more to go. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, it's been 10 years since the last one. Jesus Christ. Okay. Two things. Uh, two things that you mentioned. One of them, well, one of them that you uh, pointed out to me is TV shows that end on a high note, a lot of people get pissed off, let's say. Is that because of the attachment to the TV show and that they feel like the the writers or the producers have done a disservice to the viewers. Um, what, what was the reasoning behind the, the backlash? Let's say, cause I, I saw my brother, my brother's a big uh, game of Thrones fans, mm-hmm. both of them, in fact, and they absolutely hated the ending. I've seen a lot of people talk about it. And that, that's, that's all that was talked about on Twitter. It was probably the most, it was the highest trending topic on Twitter when the, when the episode aired. I think the ending is what, fans expected it's just it was rushed it was only six episodes it was rushed characters changed from good to bad in a matter of minutes um events happened way too fast than it should have people were basically like teleporting all over the place like it's a giant country like you shouldn't be going from the north end to the south end in an episode that's not how that's not how travel works knowing harris and knowing how much of a fan he, he was of Game of Thrones. Would he appreciate season eight of Game of Thrones? And would he appreciate the ending? Uh, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't appreciate either. No? Okay. I'm afraid. Harris, you're not missing out much, buddy. Uh, uh, you, you dodged one there regarding Game of Thrones. Okay. So regarding the prequel, will Game of Thrones fans take uh, kindly to that? Do no, they want more Game of Thrones? They it's, love it? it's everything it's everything they want it's civil war it's political intrigue it's lots 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 of dragons 
So okay. they'll love it. And would you say the only reason it's in the works or there's a report going around that it might be in the works because of, is it Amazon, Amazon Prime's um, a Lord, Lord of the Rings series? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I think they were planning spin-offs before because it's such a good universe to yep. adapt. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited for both. I'm excited for Lord of the Rings ones too. This, with TV shows like that, there's so much lore that you just want to dive in, um, mm-hmm. I guess, and expand on it. I think one of them... That, injected into my veins. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you want to expand that universe. And there's two particular things that we're going to talk about next. One of them is the Breaking Bad Netflix film that's coming out. Uh, release uh, set for October the 18th, so pretty much in 33 days, um, in a month time roughly. Do we need a Breaking Bad TV show for a start or a movie? And um, will it do fans any, let's say, disservice? So I, I want to see more Breaking Bad stuff, but I yeah. thought the ending was, I thought the ending was perfect. Yeah, I, I thought exactly. And as you mentioned, you don't get a lot of TV shows that actually end on mm-hmm. such a high. And I thought Breaking Bad ended perfectly. It ended Walter White's uh, story arc. It was done. There was no uh, debate on whether he lived or died. Uh, Jesse, as well. I, I love Jesse's ending. Yeah, he I felt driving away. Him like happy. Him like finally escaping everything. Like he, I don't want to. But that's captured. what I think. That's what I think. He might not have escaped it. So that's what I want to talk about. What do you want to see from the Breaking Bad film? For me, I want to see a happy ending for Jesse because look, they've just killed off this Nazi group. Okay. Mm-hmm. There has to be some backlash. People don't just a gang so just die, and nobody takes a, nobody reacts or pays back whatever's happened. I believe people are going to come after Jesse. Uh, I think, and I think they'll yeah. Well, I'll talk about my next point shortly. But I want Jesse to actually have a happy ending, a confirmed happy ending, because we just saw him go off. What's he gone off to do? There's there's yeah. two. That whole scene at the end, two of the best meth cooks in the country were in that room. One of them's dead and mm-hmm. one of them remains. There's a big gap and a big hole in the meth market at the moment. What happens? There's a gang that's, abs- that's been torn apart. What happens with that? What do you think? I think it's going to be him on the run from the gangs, him on the run from the FBI, him on the run from just... It's going to be like... Um, have you seen No Country for Old Men? Yes, great movie. Okay. It's going to be like that, I think. You reckon? Yeah. I hope that he gets a happy ending, but I have a sneaky feeling. It's, it, it could go one of two ways. Either the producers of Breaking Bad want to end all this talk about, hey, we could have a Breaking Bad sequel and so forth. They might actually kill Jesse at the end. Mm-hmm. Or Jesse lives, which sets up a potential for more um, movies or TV shows in the Breaking Bad universe. So it could go one of two ways. I also think we might so- see Saul Goodman in the Breaking Bad movie. We haven't had the TV show now for quite some time. Yeah, I like the first season of that. I have. I need to catch up. The t- I, f- I think that TV show maintains a good standard throughout all the three seasons, I believe. Mm-hmm. So three or four, yeah. It maintains a good standard, good quality throughout. Uh, the story really hooks you. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his brother. His brother really pissed me off. Uh, but catch up on the TV show. It's really worth rewatching. Mm-hmm. But 
I actually want Jesse to have a good ending. Uh, I think that's what he deserves it. He's been through so much. He's seen his girlfriend die. He's been battered. He's been, yeah. How much water do you think is going to be in it? I think we're going to see a lot. And we're going to see that in kind of the same approach that we saw in Breaking Bad by flashbacks or Mm -hmm. callbacks, as they like to call them. Um, I would say flashbacks, I say. I don't think there'll be any call, a lot of callbacks in the movie where they, they show you something that's going to happen in the future and then it pl- plans out. I think it'll just be a pure, pure on flashback of him talking. Uh, I believe we might see scenes that we've never seen before. Uh, that'd be great. But be in the runtime, I don't know what the runtime is. Let's say, let's call it a two hour movie, two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll touch up on. Uh, the law of the movie i think uh, within this one time i think they just want to get on with the movie anybody watching the movie has obviously seen breaking bad i think there's no shadow of that it's one of the best tv shows on there i think it's one of the highest rated on imdb top five. Oh, 100 100 for me it's my best tv show uh, obviously i haven't watched uh is it made or mad men mad men mad men i haven't watched that it's on my list to buy uh sorry i know you're a big fan and you keep uh, pushing me to watch it uh, but for me Breaking Bad is my top TV show uh, so I think anybody watching it obviously is a fan of it and just wants to see it's just basically as you said hook it right into my veins more Breaking Bad yeah. uh, story uh, and I, I can't wait I think October 18th can't come soon enough to be honest the reason why Breaking Bad so good is because it gets better like every season which is just rare like it the, like TV shows peak season one, season two. Then yes, drags, yes, yes. Breaking yes. Bad better every season. Absolutely spot on. Uh, how many seasons did Breaking Bad have? Eight, I oh, believe. Wait, I think six. I Don't think. Okay, let me do a quick IMDb check while I am talking. The last season of Breaking Bad, their average rating was all in the high nines. Mm-hmm. So I think it. there were... Let me see how many seasons there were. There was actually five five seasons. five seasons. Wow. So if you look at their ratings for the final season, it was episode one, also I'll go in episode order, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, Ten for that episode, nine point five, and then the finale was a nine point nine. If you look at the average rating for the entire every season, it doesn't dip below. I think the lowest is episode four, or season mm-hmm. one, Cancer Man, eight point three. There's a few eight point threes around, but it averages really well. And I think this TV show deserves a movie, and I literally can't wait. I think every you ending think, for season has bad. It'll ruin. It will ruin the legacy. That's my concern. That's my concern. You know, I think the TV show will always stand on its own two feet. Mm-hmm. But if the movie is trash, I think that's going to leave a sour taste in the mouth of our fans. Yeah. I think. So that's my concern. And that's the worrying thing when you do, let's say, it's either a soft reboot or you add more lore to it. And that's kind of the concern I, I would imagine for you for Game of Thrones, the prequel. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to wait and see to be honest uh, roughly in a month's time can't wait for that another show I can't wait for on Netflix and uh, we're big fans of the game I haven't read the books uh, to be honest Me with either. you 
is the Witcher TV show. So there was a leaked date uh, to suggest that it's coming out on December the 19th. That post by Netflix was shortly deleted afterwards. Uh, what are your thoughts on The Witcher in general? The TV show, are we excited? Listen, The Witcher 3 is like one of the best games ever made. It's it's so good. It's so... It, and there's so much good story in it too. The side quests. The side quest stories are better than the stories of most games. So I'm really excited for this. Um, I'm excited to see what Henry Cavill does. I think he's, I think he's underrated. I don't think he's done his moment to shine. Okay. You reckon he's underrated? Okay. I think he's a decent actor. I think uh, the movies that he's starred in haven't done him justice. I think there's a lot of potential. Um, I also believe his role. That's why I want you to watch uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, he's good in it. In that movie, he was good, man. I wish he bought that for Justice League. Um, mm. But I believe, like, from the pictures that we've seen, he looks incredible. I, I think he looks yeah, awesome. He looks absolutely awesome. But I'm not too sure about the, the casting in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, my concern for, for Yennefer and for Siri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure. I don't know where this uh, TV show is going to go. I don't know how it's going to adapt itself the video games are awesome uh by cd project red the best game of this current generation and i believe uh cyberpunk might also be one of the uh, best games and i was slightly off topic really excited for super super excited um i hope the witcher does the witcher franchise uh, a, a good service uh, i think one this is another thing that deserves to be expanded and dived into a lot more uh, Witcher in general it's such an awesome awesome franchise I really want to read the books but apparently they're just they're so deep just like the the Game of Thrones books as well mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm excited about this if it comes out in December uh, I think that's a good time I think that's roughly around the time of Disney Plus uh, so it might go hand in hand with trying to uh, combat their streaming service but I'm excited for this. This is one thing I'm really, really excited on. Uh, We'll see how it is. I hope Henry Cavill brings his A-game for this Mm -hmm. and really really portrays his character really well because I think in the games, Geralt comes over as an amazing character. The voice voice actor is awesome. Just everything about him, his storyline, the side quests, as you mentioned. uh, It's an amazing world to to dive in. And it's a a game we're still playing. One of the books. What was that, sorry? I feel like this shows more on the books, which I'm not too familiar with. Yeah, see, that's that's my concern. So I think that's something that I might want to pick up on and start reading just to... Or do we go into this open-minded? Because we don't know much of the books, we can go in, into this with an open mind and just enjoy for, enjoy it for what it is. Uh, I'm I going think, open-minded. Yeah, I think that might be uh, the best approach, to be honest. Um, finally, uh, this is a big topic for me. Uh, I think this is a big topic for... Just movies in general, I think it's the, the state of reboots. And do we need reboots? And I, I say this because there was a report going around, and this is uh, for the movie that's owned by Paramount Pictures, Face Off, a classic, classic 97 John Woo movie. Absolute classic. I love that movie. Um, starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. An absolute classic of a movie. And you don't know how much I love this movie. I watched it the other day, loved it, and apparently there's talks of it being rebooted. I Firstly, think 
yeah. I want you to, I want your thoughts on, on the movie itself. Just a quick touch on, and do we need a reboot of that movie? Okay, first of all, face off. I feel like they came up with the title of the movie first, then they, then they wrote the plot of it around it. <laughs> yes, and I like, agree with okay, you on that. Face off. The plot is ridiculous. And um, I think both actors should have won the Oscar for that. Because if you think about it, it's like Nick Cage is playing John Travolta. Yes. And vice versa. Yeah. So it's like, whoa. (laughs) But yeah, it's an excellent movie. And I'm usually not into reboots of classic movies, but I feel like for Face Off, they should remake this every 10 years or so with two different actors. And just, it should be like a series. Like, it should be different people facing off. Okay. Okay, listen, I like that, okay? I didn't really think of it like that. I came in with the mentality, okay, when I was thinking of what we were going to talk about, and this was a topic that came up, and I've watched a lot of reboots in my time. A lot of them have been trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. I did want another reboot because I believed this movie came out in a, in a period of time where a, a movie you can get away with a movie like that. I don't think that movie would work right now I, I just don't know no i think right now would be the perfect climate because there's a lot of you know like lgbt and like trans like okay. what if you made one of the characters a male and one of the characters female like see? that would that would okay be- <laughs> okay so that's weird now so okay i, I see i see what you mean make one of the characters white one of the characters black that would be so good okay let's put it this way if you could recast for this movie what would be your casting choice Give me, um, I'm just going to go wild. Give me Brad Pitt and, um, what's her name? Which character? The girl Which actor? From, mm, the girl from Ghostbusters. Melissa McCarthy. Give me Brad Pitt and Melissa ah, McCarthy. Okay, that's, that's funky. For me, if I wanted this movie to work, I would go with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. and maybe... Christian Bale. Christian Bale's portrayal in American Psycho, mm-hmm. amazing. So maybe if you, if you wanted it to work, if you wanted it to be funky and just go with like pop culture, mm-hmm. maybe you go for with uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. possibly, just for laughs. Um, Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. Just yeah. do training there. Yeah, that, that could work. If you wanted to cast black ca- uh, actors, uh samuel L. jackson and who, who else who else would you go with? i would love to see samuel L. jackson in this who else would you pick Ooh. i don't know just a quinn tarantino see that's the thing this movie i like i like the the way you put it across where this movie should come out every 10 years yeah. maybe you just had to make it ridiculous what if you called it faces off mm. and had multiple characters in it because look, let's let's not beat around the bush. The the plot for this movie was absolute bonkers. It was off the rails. It was stupid. Um, if you heard that plot now, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this movie?" You probably watch it just to see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I wanted female cast, I would probably go. Even though I'm not a big fan of her, Margot Robbie and what's that one? The one from Mad Max, the blondie. Charlie Sebastian. Yep, uh, I would go for those two. To be honest, what do you think? Could work? No? I think 
the best version of this movie would be Leo and Brad Pitt, but that would never happen. That would never happen. Their, their kind of um, chemistry in Once Upon a Time Hollywood was the best thing about that movie. So that could work. But if I wanted this movie to succeed, I think I'll stick with Christian Bale and, and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Gyllenhaal. Or mm-hmm. I would love to see Christian Bale and Tom Hardy again. No, you had to do cross races. That would be, that would be interesting. That would be, I don't think that would work. That would be the weirdest thing ever. But <laughs> do, do we need reboots in general for movies? Probably, we, probably uh, not. I think a lot of people, when they see reboots, you see uh, flaws in that movie, perhaps, and decide that, you know, either reboot it or are you rebooting that movie for the current time? Because some movies just stand so well on their own two, two feet yeah. and they just age so well. And I think, for example, the original Predator, I talk about that because that was a movie I've just recently watched. The original Predator compared to Predator at the moment. The Predator? Yeah. It's, mate, yeah. on two two opposite ends of the scale. Uh, I don't know why we we needed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another reboot that I had in my mind that I just can't, I've lost it. Uh, the original, let's say Italian job compared to the reboot of the Italian job. The reboot of the Italian job was decent. Yeah, it's okay. But, but there's nothing like the OG. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on reboots at the moment. And kind of- I, think, I think most of them are bad. There's an exception with a few, but I can't think of any. So that shows the current state of reboots. Exactly. And I don't believe we need reboots, I think. Oh, another one. That's the one that I wanted. Point Break with Keanu Reeves. The new one was bad. The new one was absolute trash. Do you remember the OG? Yeah, it's a classic. Classic, yeah. You bring out these classics, you reboot them, you make them absolutely horrible, and they just bomb out the pocket office. I hope we never see another one. Uh, same state with Ghostbusters. I know they rebooted it and had the all-female cast. That wasn't that great either. Um, I think my personal opinion is I don't think we need reboots. Uh, I know Matrix has not been rebooted. It's been a continuation. I don't know what your thoughts are on, on that. Continuing a a movie that was probably a cult classic at the time. It's the two... The, the two that came after the original Matrix are not the greatest, but it's still one of my favorite trilogies. They weren't well received at the time, but if you look back at it, they were pretty good. At the yeah. I love them. I love them for what they are. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I personally don't want to see a reboot of the 97 classic. I think uh, we just leave it. Some movies just deserve their own passage in time, to be honest. And I think Face Off is one of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you would agree on that, but I love your idea of it being kind of a series where you come out every 10 years mm-hmm. having two different characters, but the plot is just ridiculous. I don't know how you would transfer the plot over to modern times. So I don't know. I think I think the final census on that is just leave it as it is. I think it's an absolute classic. Yeah. And um, in the movie they say the actual title of the movie and Nicholas Cage is like, I wanna take his face his, off. I wanna take his face off. I love that scene. I absolutely love that scene where he's just lying on the bed high on like, drugs. You take his face off? Yeah. Absolutely. They had to say it like two more times. Loved it. A, a small surgery. I want to take his face off. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Nicolas Cage, though, to be honest. He's really, really... He's, 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 he's miss and miss. He's miss and miss, really. I don't... With one hit once in a while. Yeah, I liked uh, National Treasure. I think he was good in that. 
I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, <laughs> I liked his role in that, uh, but he is pretty much Miss Miss, hit every once in a while, and then a one of misses. So it's pretty much the, the opposite. Yeah. I think the reason why he does so many bad movies is because he bought too much stuff and he went into debt. So yep. he has to do bad movies or, he, or, he'll, or he'll be homeless. Fair enough. I think the moral of the story is don't buy too many stuff. Well, he was buying like ancient, like Egyptian artifacts and stuff. What's he, what's he trying to do? Open up a, a museum? I, he, he should. He has enough stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. That's our thoughts on that. So just to recap the news, Gears of War launched. We were super, super happy with Gears of War overall. Mio absolutely loves it. Venom 2 reported to be filming in, uh, to begin filming in November. Hayley Atwell, known as Peggy Carter and MCU is joining Tom Cruise in the next two Mission Impossible movies. I think that's a good call and it'll boost the franchise, especially with possibly a lead, uh, female lead role. Uh, Joker movie, we're super excited for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman's confirmed not to be in the Joker and we believe that's a good call. Um, I don't want my Batman to be 150, 150 pounds. <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad cast, or the Suicide Squad, or Suicide Squad 2, whatever you want to call it, the cast has been announced. Four returning characters. Uh, we're, we're, we're on the fence with this. We think it's in safe hands with James Gunn. Uh, future of the DCEU, we've talked about that. We think uh, it's a bit too late to kind of develop a DCEU, maybe potentially build on solo characters and obviously now that J.J. Abraham's bad rob- robot TV and movie production is part of Warner, maybe give him a go at a solo DC movie. Uh, we're super stoked with D23, Disney Plus uh, streaming service and Phase 4 and its approach to streaming. Uh, we didn't touch on the thoughts on Phase 4. I think I'm a bit concerned about how Phase 4 is uh, lining up do we need to watch TV shows now to, to understand what's happening in the movies? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. What do you think? We'll touch on that quickly. Um, I See, think... that's, that's, that's my concern. I don't want to go into a movie and go, yeah. what is this reference they're making? Oh, I need to go watch a TV show or... I don't, you know what I mean? So yeah, that, but I think me. TV shows are pretty standalone if you, if you think about it. Like the Loki series, that's like an alternate timeline. The WandaVision, I think... That's like her her own. She creates her own reality. Okay. Um, I think the only one that might get in the way with the movies is Winter Soldier and Falcon. Possibly, yeah. I think that's the, exactly. I think that's the biggest one, especially because that's a continuation from Endgame. Mm-hmm. One division, maybe alternate reality or something that's happened way before Endgame, so it might not interfere with the future. And we had one more on that list, which was which one was it? Moon Knight? She-Hulk? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly in the future She-Hulk. And uh, yeah, and maybe that, that Chinese dude, the, whatever TV show that was, I can't remember on top of my head. Oh, I thought that was a movie. Is that a movie or TV show? I think it's a movie. Oh, okay. Flies on us. So that, that, that's, that's kind of my concern for Phase 4 going forward. I think it's an action-packed Phase 4. I still don't believe they know what they're going to do in terms of running up to the next big Avengers movie, let's call it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could take the same approach where they build up over 10 years. I think they'll have multiple villains at the same time, maybe combining them in a few movies here and there. But 
at the moment, uh, they've got big shoes to fill in regarding what they've done in the first 10 years and with Endgame and Infinity War. Uh, that's our thoughts on that. Uh, obviously, prequel series for Game of Thrones. Mia is pretty excited about that. I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. I think, Mia, would you recommend me diving into Game of Thrones? Let's say, uh, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all over again, season one to eight. Would you recommend me doing it? I think knowing it's not going to end well, you'll, it won't be that great because okay. it'll be that in the back of the mind. But I think you should watch a prequel series. It has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. It's just a completely different story. I think it'll be more interesting than the series too. Fantastic. Okay. I appreciate that because I was hoping you would say that because I really don't have time to go through season one to eight of yeah. super long TV shows. Uh, Breaking Bad Netflix film coming out October 18th. We've talked about that. We're pretty excited about that. Um, Witcher Netflix TV show. Uh, excited, but still on the fence regarding that. Face Off reboot. We don't think a reboot should is needed, but obviously Mia touched on a, a good concept for it. Yeah, it's uh, a good template. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I, going into the show, I didn't really think of it like that. I was kind of, I think I locked myself up against any sort of comment regarding reboot of Face Off just because the film is dear to me. I loved it. It's really enjoyable. Uh, so I like your, your approach to it. Um, let's move on quickly, talk about what's releasing between now and the next podcast. Uh, Mia, tell me if you're excited or not for these. Uh, we'll cover movies, TV, and video games. Okay. Ad Astra, yeah. uh, Brad, Brad Pitt is in it, starring, comes out 20th. Obviously, these release are uh, based on the UK, uh, pretty similar to US, probably a few days uh, before or after. Excited for know. that movie? I don't know what it's about, but it looks like Interstellar, so I'm, I'm intrigued. Day one, or would you wait? For me, I want to I'll, 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 I'll wait as well. I think there's too much happening around that time that I'm interested in. Uh, Rambo, Last Blood, thoughts? Um, not really into it. Not into it either. Uh, that that movie franchise needed to die. I think when I look at Stallone now, I just feel like he's melting away. I think he's just mm-hmm. forcing himself to do these big movies for no reason whatsoever. I, possibly the paycheck. I think if if it pays well, then so be it. But I lost all interest of Rambo after the original trilogy. I think that movie, hopefully this is the last in the franchise. Um, TV, American Horror Story season nine. I've never watched a single. I like the first three seasons season. and I don't really like horror stuff, but the first three seasons were good. I think, yeah. yeah. I didn't know they were on season nine. It was season nine or season eight. Yeah, I believe it's season nine. They even had a different name. It had a, a date behind it, but it's <laughs> essentially season nine of the American Horror Story. You should um, watch season one. It's good. Yeah, but the thing with me is if I watch season one and I, I want to watch season two and three, but if it starts getting shit, I'll get really annoyed for wasting my time. No, no, no that's, that's the thing though. It's like an, an anthology series. Like it doesn't, oh, season, so it it's doesn't a completely continue. different story. Okay, amazing. So if I watch season one, I don't need to watch season two. No, season one, it's like about a haunted house. Season two is about an asylum. Season three is about like witches. Fantastic. And you would recommend season one and two only? Uh, season, I haven't seen the best. But I would recommend, yeah. I would Season recommend. one, that's going on my list in Netflix. I've got a massive list of movies I need to watch. I need to watch that TV show that you recommended me. Love, what is it called? The Robot One? Love, the anime? Death and Robots. Yep, that one. I watched two episodes of that so far and I love that. Um, 
yeah i highly recommend that i appreciate your opinion on when it for those of you that don't know i hardly take uh, recommendations for tv or movies for anybody i think the only two people it's my brother and mia Jeez. i think yeah I've, you've never recommended me anything shit to be yeah. honest so these are the only two people so if mia tells me to watch something i either add it to my list or i watch it instantly and that tv show is incredible yeah. um same with me. Thank you, Mia. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, video game-wise, even though it came out a few days ago, Borderlands Wait, 3. You did recommend um, The Boys, which was fantastic. The Boys was incredible. The Boys was one of the best TV shows. I'm excited for season two of that. I can't wait to do a podcast of rounding up the best movies of the year, best TVs, best video games, and just diving into it. And I'm sure The Boys is going to be on a certain podcast. Yeah, I still need to watch Mindhunter, though. My Hunter is incredible. My Hunter Two, season two, because obviously I watched one and two back to back. That TV show is the best TV show I've watched this year. Yeah, okay. hands down. I, I love it. Season one, then. I love. No, don't skip season one. You need to watch season one. You need to watch season one. Uh, it's a, a massive continuation to the story. Uh, video game wise, Borderlands Three just dropped. Uh, I'm a big Borderlands uh, guy, but it's a game that you'd only play co-op. Uh, unfortunately, Mio is not buying that anytime soon. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have a PC, but I might buy it. If we buy it, we'll buy it on console and it drops on sale. What's up? Is it cross-platform? No, I was hoping it would be, but yeah. we'd probably buy it on console unless we get Owen to buy it on console. Yeah. Also, um, I've uh, one, but no, you don't really. You don't really need to play one and two to be honest. They're just fun looter shooters. Um. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening drops on the 20th. So that's kind of the roundup for what's coming up in the following week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mio, let's finish off with what we're playing, watching, reading. Will you take it away. I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. So I want to start with what I'm watching. I'm not really watching any TV shows right now. The NFL, NFL season's back, so been watching that. Um, reading, I've been reading Console Wars. Really good book. I recommend it. It's about... Um, the Sega versus Nintendo arms race in the early 90s. I recommend it. It's a really good nonfiction book. But what I'm playing right now, um, like I said earlier, Gears 5, I just finished it. Um, campaign, really good multiplayer. You know, it's Gears. It's still good as always. It's fast. It's twitchy. It's, you know, it's in and out. Um, trying to be Control. I took a break from Control to play Gears, but highly recommend that game i know hussein really loves that game we didn't talk about that yeah we didn't talk about that i gave that game i believe a four star on the review um i absolutely love that game i'm a big fan of everything remedy makes and alan wake as i keep mentioning to me do you hear about the expansions yes uh, i believe alan wake is part of it and i'm still the last one is awe awe with alan wake background and i was i was fucking gassed when i saw that i was super excited so I'm a big Alan Wake fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep telling Mia to buy it. It's on backwards uh, compatibility on Xbox. So I, you should pick it up. I'm a massive uh, fan of uh, Quantum Break, even though... But that's, that's the thing. Quantum Break didn't get great reviews. And this is my issues with reviews and big review companies. Quantum Break didn't get great reviews, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft were trying to do something different with it when regarding having a TV show side-by-side with the game. And everything you did in the game actually reflects in the TV show, which was an awesome concept. Now that Control has come, come out, everybody's gone, gone back and gone 
quantum bricks absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah, it's aged pretty well. It's aged pretty well. Why don't you just say that in the review itself? And that's my concern. We'll talk. We'll probably talk about this in a separate podcast. That's my concern for Death Stranding. I don't think any big reviewer or reviewing company is going to have the balls to give that game anything below a ten. Uh, I've seen the gameplay. We've talked about long discussions. Our thoughts on Kojima. We'll have a separate podcast or a podcast during that week when it comes out. Uh, I believe that game is going to be absolutely, absolutely boring. So, uh, in conclusion, Control should I, is... Should I play Quantum Break? Quantum Break is an amazing TV, uh, game and the TV show itself is absolutely awesome. So, I would highly, highly... I, I would highly recommend it. Um, finishing off, let's just lead with what I think you've wrapped up. Uh, Wait, one more thing I'm playing um, is Madden 20. Look, I, I know it's the same game every year. I know it's $60 for a roster update. I know I know everything, but just I know I'm a I know I'm a clown for buying it every year, but just just give me my space, okay. <laughs> I like football. I don't usually buy games on the yearly franchise basis now just because I don't feel like I can get much out of it. I tell myself I won't, but somehow every year I'm like well, guess I'm playing this. Shame on you. Well, you spent 60 bucks or 70 bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm the problem. You're the problem. And something that Mio does all the time is if he has a bad game on a multiplayer game or gets stuck, he whips out his credit card and purchases a game. What game did you do that with? You were play- and what game were you playing at the time? Um, I think Overwatch. Overwatch. Ah, you did it with uh, Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. And you went out and bought a game. So... We need to learn to control our habits and not buy games like that, Mio. So, well, most of the times I buy good games. Most of the times, yeah, exactly. I know you were going to buy Anthem, but thankfully you you oh, held held back on that. Pardon? Good thing I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me finish off with what we're playing, watching, or what I'm playing, watching, and reading. I'm playing Gears at the moment, just trying to finish off the story. Absolutely loving multiplayer. Uh, we dive in a bit of Overwatch multiplayer, me and you. From time to time, uh, yeah. I think we're taking a break from that at the moment. We've just gone on a bad losing run. Um, I'm not watching anything at the moment, to be honest. I'm just diving into movies. I recently purchased, actually pre-ordered it today. It should come arrive tomorrow. Um, John Wick, the entire box set, one to three. You haven't watched John Wick three. I need to, but hopefully it becomes with a code. I'll send you that code so you can just download it and watch it. I don't know. I can watch it right now. I think. Oh I really? Need to buy it. Oh, well, if you don't want to spend money, I could probably get a digital code in there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm reading at, uh, the Aquaman DC Universe Rebirth, Volume 1, The Drowning. Uh, How's that? It's good so far. I haven't really had much time since I posted. I was reading about it. So uh, I did purchase a few comics the other day. It was Volume 1, Aquaman, and Volume 2, and obviously The Green Lantern Corpse. Um, so I really wanted to just finish those off before I purchased my monthly uh comics uh but that's me i don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add nope i think that we pretty much covered it all that was a good that was a good episode i really enjoyed that uh dived into a lot this week um so let's wrap things up that's it for today's episode thank you so much for joining us uh we really really hope you enjoyed this episode one of the multiverse podcast once again this is a weekly show so hopefully you tune in next time if you would like to see more Multiverse content, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Multiverse. I'll post the links in the description. 
once again, we appreciate your time and we'll catch you on the next episode.